It's Whiskey Unscripted, episode five. I can't believe it, it's season four. And my partner in crime, my compatriots, I'm not getting the same dialing oh, code. It's I'm in Gordon Dundas. Where are you? Were they uh, uh, all the way? Uh, uh, well, I have made it abroad. Yes, I have made it to another country. I know you're going at the weekend as well. Um, I am in Germany at the moment. Uh, I'm actually in a Mercedes A-Class with uh, Geert Benedictus, who's in charge of our market in Germany. Hi, Geert. Hello. There we are. Um, and we're driving between Hamburg, where we did a lovely event last night for Tamdu, down to just south of Hanover to do another event. And we've got a very important passenger in the back, strapped in. We have a 50-year-old baby. We have a Glengoyne 50 in the back. Oh, now I have seen your Instagram posts uh, about that. That's genuine. Go to uh, Gordon Dundas's Instagram and you'll see it. Is that not correct? Absolutely right, yeah. It's the first time um, I think any you've seen anybody strapped in like a baby that's 50 years old. So, uh, right. yeah, it's uh, we, we just want to be very careful because it's a very precious cargo. And can I just say, we don't like to advertise or plug anything on the Whiskey Unscripted. We're impartial. But if you're in a Mercedes-Benz, how insulated is that? I can hardly hear the car. That is a I am on. Good I am on headphones, to be fair. <laughs> but still, I've in some cars, Gordon. You'd be screaming at the top of your voice to be heard. That's true. That's true. But yeah, no, all good. So we are. We've. So Geert's been driving fabulously, and of course, in 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 Geert just led over to me just before we got going properly, and he said, "You don't mind me driving fast, do you?" And of course, on the autobahns here. You, there are no speed limits, so we've been up over two hundred kilometers an hour already. So uh, oh. it's it's been it's been good. The the kilometer left figure has been dropping very quickly. So, <laughs> well, Gordon, that is this. This is the out and about show. We started this way back last was it late March, early April of twenty twenty. The whiskey unscripted just because we couldn't get out there. We thought, well, a podcast can can travel past uh, barriers and travel past borders, and finally. We're doing the same ourselves, which is wonderful. Exactly. Oh, absolutely. And I think, you know, we touched on shows in the last last edition and some of the good stories behind the shows, but it's it's not just shows. It's just great to get out and see people that love whiskey, love our whiskeys, and, and, and are excited to see you and want to talk to you and want to learn and understand. And, and that's what's really, really... Teams is great and... Zoom's been amazing. If you think about it, two years ago, we'd never heard of Zoom or Teams. And now they're integral parts of how we do business. But from a whiskey perspective, that's what they are. They're a part of what we could do. They're not the solution. And uh, nothing will beat getting out there, which is why I believe you're off to Amsterdam. That's right. Oh, that's great. <laughs> On the recording, that sounds very weird. But you are in a moving car, traveling very fast. So the signal just broke up. I'm going to Amsterdam. Um, what's the going on there? Yes, it's the uh, Art of Drink. Oh, right. So this is the premiere and the first event of its type organised by uh, Demonic, our distribution company. And they're um, putting together a vast selection of uh, drinks in Vestgasenplatz or something, somewhere in Amsterdam I've never been to. So it's going to be a great uh, event. But before that, I've got to go to Birmingham to do the History of Whiskey, which... I may do a little bit on future podcasts. Uh, but Gordon, yes. before we talk about all that, just a quick word about last 
Wednesday, October the 20th, we recreated, speaking of history, we recreated the great smuggler's walk from Glengoyne into the centre of Glasgow. And this was the walk we feel that the smugglers, and especially the lady smugglers, would have taken in the late 18th, yes. early 19th century. And you joined us for a part of the way. It was a great uh, piece of history coming to life. You did very well. Yeah, I couldn't make it, unfortunately, for the whole time. But uh, I joined you about halfway through uh, on the bike. The smugglers' <laughs> walk was a fabulous triumph. So well done to you and... Uh, the, the, the small group that did it, it was brilliant. So well done. Wonderful. It was wonderful, really, to raise money for a local wildlife charity, the Strathbane Wildlife Sanctuary, but also to raise awareness for the old cooperage. It's a wonderful new facility we've got at Glengoyne with a story wall. And all the tours start from the old cooperage. And this was one story, one, yeah, yeah, that yeah. we brought to life following yeah, the footsteps fabulous. of the smugglers. So it was great. But Gordon, just um, how do you get your signal organised? Can I take you back to last Saturday, October the 24th, I think it was, of um, 2021, when you are out doing the international circuit, I was delighted to do the national uh, local circuit in air at Robbie's Dram Club. And that was one of the first, in fact, it was my first uh, whiskey tasting event, I think, this year since lockdown. So I took along the recorder, and I got some fabulous contributions. Yep. Fabulous. Uh, so look out for Glenn Farkless, Tamatin, Ben Romich, McNeera, Lindors, Angus Dundee Distillers, organisers, and some members yep. of the public. This is what happened when I was out and about at Robbie's Dram Club in air for the Whiskey Festival, Whiskey and all that. Take it away. On the Whiskey Trail. So I've just got a uh, quick time before it all starts off at one o'clock and I've... There's a very familiar whisky behind me here. This looks lovely. Hello, sir. What's your name? My name's Peter Donnelly. I'm the brand director for Glen Farcliffs in the UK. Well, that's just absolutely lovely stuff. Tell us a little bit about the uh, about the whisky on show here. What we've got today, we've got the whole core range of Glen Farcliffs in the UK. So we've got 10, we've got 12, we've got 15, 25, 105, and top of the tree at 30. But today we've also because Robin's been such a great customer, we've actually got some 185th anniversary bottling on show. What's this? So, Barclays was 185 years legal this year. So we've put together a lovely batting of various decades of whiskey for consumers, customers to try. Um, and Robin has been a long supporter of Glen Farclays at Robbie's Rams, so we thought we'd let some of the people try it. Now, we've talked to Ellen Rodden, and I think a lot of us are are busy but you've got one or two wonderful expressions to come out before the end of the year yeah. are you allowed to say nothing what what can Glen Farkless no, reveal that, I mean the last quarter is really going to be exceptionally busy for everyone in the industry but uh, we are um, about to launch a limited edition Glen Farkless 25 year old in a beautiful crystal decanter we were partners at Glencairn Crystal so we'll bottle it at cast strength as well so uh, natural colour and just a little bit different presentation for Glen Farkless so taking it to a slightly different level. UK based project and it's only 600 available so oh. we expect it will go extremely well. And it has been going pretty well I think isn't it? It has. Under these difficult circumstances I think the industry has done remarkably well. Would no, you be the same? Definitely. Um, we, I mean it's been a record year for Glen Farkless. I mean I've been working in the industry 25 years this year. Uh, working with Ian McLeod Distillers previously <laughs> which was uh, fantastic. Uh, the team there. But I've never known a year like it. You know, last year was record year. It's overtaken already with 
couple of months to go. And then you're a quarter of a century in the industry. Just uh, paint a picture of what it's like doing these shows. Oh, the, this is the fun part for me. I mean, I, I sit behind a desk too, too much now. Um, we were at the Whiskey Exchange show a couple of weeks ago, seeing old friends, old consumers. It's great fun. It really is great fun. And this makes it for me, these, these kind of shows, really does. And have you had lunch? We haven't had lunch yet. Oh, see, uh, this is important. You know, this is the key thing, and we're not doing liquid lunch. <laughs> it's uh, the cars parked firmly outside and straight back home. So it's uh, this is my local show. You know, I've done it since the very start, uh, and I'm back home to Troon straight afterwards. So it's That's but it's wonderful to meet all our friends and yeah. colleagues in the industry. It's looking absolutely fabulous. I have to say, thank you very much. Thank you very much. Enjoy the show. Thank you. I'm just walking down the under Air Town Hall, of course, as I've mentioned, and a friend of the show has just popped up. Your name, sir? Scott. Because <laughs> I got it wrong, Aylor, right, uh, yeah. Scott of Tomatin. Yes. Uh, how are you doing? Very, very good. Good how, to see you again. You, yeah, good to see you. How's it, how's it been, Scott? How's the last few months been? The last few months have just been building up to coming back to shows and stuff, you know. It's um, been a, a very, very busy year. Um, Still doing a lot of virtual things as well, but I'm delighted to be back out and about. Yeah. yeah. I think every show I've ever been to, you're there. Seems to, no matter where it is, eh? Yeah. yeah. Whether it's abroad, on a, a lake in yeah. Switzerland, or a church in Edinburgh, or yeah. you are on a town hall in the air. In air, <laughs> yeah. To be I know. This is a, as, a, a, as exotic as it gets for me this year as well, so... <laughs> no travelling abroad. West coast of Scotland, what's what's better than that? What, what's, before we talk about the whiskies, what, what is it about these shows you like? It, Obviously, you volunteer and keep on wanting to do them. Yeah, it's, Can you it's explain it's, what, what the vibe is. It's a little bit of everything, isn't it? It's a, it's a hard thing to pin. I think my favourite thing is when you pour someone the dram that they've never tried before and the eyes light up, and you realise that you know everything that we do back at the distillery, that's what it's for. But there, there's just a conviviality about it all, isn't there? It's just people getting together with a love of whisky, um, all different backgrounds, all different people, and loving all different styles of whisky. And then you've got pals from other distilleries at the next table and things so what's not to love I know what I like about it though as well is there's quite a lot of trouble happening out there in the world yeah. some terrible things happening and, yeah. and but just for the next what is it five or six hours now Aye. all we're going to be talking about is what's in a glass yeah. and what it feels like and just that you see the nicer side of humanity Aye, it's, right? it's the nicer side of humanity it's the it's whiskey enthusiasm at it's best you know this is we're going to have very few kind of casual whiskey drinkers here it's people that love whiskey um, but it's the best of it, it's the conversation, it's, there's no pretense around it, there's no um, this is better than that or that's a bad practice or anything, people are just here for a love of what we get to pour them. And speaking of which, mm-hmm. uh, give us a quick rundown of your table. Well, it's a massive table today isn't it? It's a podcast here, you've, Aye, so you've we've done got, more than us, put it that way. Yeah, so we've got uh, the Tomatin Core range with us, so Legacy 12, Cask Strength 14, 18. Then we've got our French collection, which is our limited edition for this year. So three different sweet wine casks and a cognac cask. Um, at the far end, we've got the Antiquary uh, 15-year-old, a limited edition blend, which is in Bordeaux wine casks. Then we've got Tomatin Decades 2, just a, a multi-vintage vatting. So whiskey in there from the 70s, 80s, 90s, 1000s and 10s. And then we've got a little bit of Kubalkin at the end there, which is our light repeated whiskey. Oh, yeah. Right, okay. Yeah. What do you think is going to be a big hit today? Uh, it's, it's always hard to say. 14-year-old is always massively popular. Um, but I, I think the French collection is going to go down a storm. And then Decades. Decades is two tickets, so it's asking people a little bit more. But it's, for me, one of the best whiskies in the world right now. And uh, 
before we go, since you've been on the podcast, since you were on Whiskey Unscripted, yeah. was there not a, an, an award, an accolade? There was. There was an I, accolade? Yeah. So just explain what it was, because I, I don't want to do you a disservice by getting the title wrong. I, I, I'm not entirely sure what the title <laughs> is myself now. I, it was something along the lines of a Scotch Whiskey Brand Ambassador of the Year Scotland category. So, uh, aye, it was an amazing thing. I, I got that purely for showing up on your podcast. <laughs> uh, it just goes to show how much money Ian McLeod are putting into the industry. That's great. Look out for my award next week. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, thanks so much, Scott. Have a nice, uh, nice festival, and we'll see you soon. Perfect. Cheers. Uh, I've just walked in to the second room and I've spied. This is what's great about a whiskey show. I've spied one of my uh, a, a, a very soft spot for this particular whiskey. So yeah. could you explain who you are and what the whiskey is? Well, my name is uh, Kevin Cairns. I'm an area executive with uh, Gordon and McPhail, um, which has in its portfolio um, ownership of uh, the, the distillery Ben Romick from Forrest. In 2020, we had a, a sort of label change um, and we sort of reduced the portfolio uh, just a a little bit. Um, we still do a core range which is 10, 15 um, uh, but we also have the co- uh, in addition to the core range is the 21 also um, but we also have the contrast with the organic um, peat smoke mm-hmm. and we have the cast strength which is now we release in batches so every release will denote a new batch on the label. And what's this batch? What's this uh, strength? This is batch... Mm-hmm. at 57.2 our next batch will be vintage 2010 yeah. uh, it'll be batch 5 and it'll be 58.6 I think and what's, uh, what's likely to go quite uh, 21 to because it's new uh, we uh, had a release a new release of it in November 2020 so just um, uh, about a year ago um, but the good which people um, head for every time we do a show with Ben Romick is the 15 year old which is double gold medal winner in San Francisco show um, we, it was uh, the whiskey um, exchanges whiskey of the year last year yeah. so from that we built a good base for it and just a wee bit of word just a hint how would you describe the level of smokiness in there um, it's, uh, it's a puff of smoke it's um, which is lovely. It's, this is just how yeah. I like it. It's only eleven um, ppm parts per million. Uh, therefore, uh, and it's not a, a coastal peat smoke. It's a, um, a space side, so it's more floral, more vegetal style rather than the heavy, oily, uh, briny style. Um, so it's only to give another foundation to the the layers of bourbon and sherry cast that we envelop it in. Uh, and finally, how you like, how are you looking forward to today? Oh, I love it. Uh, my first uh, my first week in the job at, in 2015 um, with Gordon McPhail was at Robbie's Drums, so uh, it'll always be yeah, it'll yeah. always be part of um, my history with Gordon McPhail and uh, Robbie's Drums. So they're associated. You know. Well, have a good have a good show. Thanks very much. Cheers. And it's, again, what's uh, great about these whiskey shows, you come across something, and we have talked about this uh, whiskey previously on the podcast, um, 
but I'll, I'll just let you do the honours. Your name, sir, and what's the whisky we're looking at? Of course, Mickey Plummer, uh, and we're here looking at McMira Swedish Single Malt Whisky. Yes. yes, you heard it correctly, Single Malt Whisky from Sweden. Uh, it's not a bad word, so please don't spit out your drams as you're listening. Uh, also, just a quick plug, there's another great whisky podcast out there called uh, The Quake Podcast. We love, we love other podcasts. Yeah. Get in there, get in so, there. Uh, McNeera, uh, McNeera, uh, give us a wee... Trans- translates as a midgy bog, Mac being uh, the midgy and Mira being Meyer or bog. Uh, it's actually a place in, uh, in Sweden, so just about an hour and a half drive north, slightly east from Stockholm to give you a bit of a geographical reference. And today on the stand we have oh. our core range, we have our seasons range, which is probably what's made us uh, be as successful as we are, and we've got our moments range as well. So our core range is literally that. It's what we're going to keep churning out per se. Uh, our seasons range, we bring out two a year, spring, summer and autumn, winter. Um, and that's all about the cask finish, because in Sweden we don't have an organisation like the Scotch Whiskey Association that put handcuffs on us. So we're quite um, open uh, with um, playing around with different cask finishing. It's all minimum of three years old, as you'd expect. It's all um, oak age, it's all oak maturation. So it's that those, those words that, that you like hearing. Majority is uh, non-chill filtered, uncoloured corrected. So yeah, it's all those ticks and boxes that, that, that whiskey lovers. What's the, what's the so the seasonal, we have a, we have a port cask uh, from, yeah. So that our port casks come from uh, one of the oldest quinters in the Duro Valley. Uh, and we also have our new seasonal with us as well, which is called Hran Ruk, or Star Smoke. Uh, that's using some of our peated and extra peated recipe. Um, a quick thing about our peated recipe as well, it's really quite unusual, as we use juniper twigs uh, on top of our, our Swedish peat uh, to give a really earthy, resinous sort of smoke as well, which is really, really good. And so we have our moments range with us as well. And our moments range is all about cask maturation as opposed to the cask finish. Yeah, that's fantastic. That's a great range I've got here just now. How many have you got? Uh, we have six whiskies and one gin. Uh, on the table with us today. Our gin and our tonic is 100% um, organic as well, it's EKO certified. Um, so that's always a, a nice big tick in the box that people like to hear as well. And do you think you're the only, is, is there many non-Scotch whiskies present? So we have in the next room, uh, Shilton Almeida from Paul John. Uh, of course. Yep, so that's it. That's it. That is it. So in the world whiskey category, there's two of us uh, here today at, at, at whiskey and all that, which is which is nice. So so it does give people a good variety, you know, uh, fruits eating their drums for the day. Absolutely wonderful whiskey, Mickey. Thank you very much. Cheers, good enjoy, the, enjoy the afternoon. We've got about 15 minutes before it all starts and kicks off. So I'm looking at a, a very famous um, distillery from the past, from the reborn, past. but. Mm-hmm. Explain who you are and what the distillery uh, is. So my name is Murray Stevenson. I work with Lindor's Abbey Distillery. And yeah, like you say, we have some fantastic heritage. So we're not, we're not a, an old distillery that's sort of come back into work. We are, we're built um, and situated on the site of Lindor's Abbey itself in Newborough and Fife. And Lindor's Abbey holding the earliest, the site of the earliest written reference to whiskey production. I can see, I can see a, yeah. the... the, the, the Famous 1494. So, so yeah, so that 1494 reference from King James IV commissioning Friar John Corr of Lindor's Abbey to confer eight balls of malt wherewith to make aqua vitae for the king is that kind of like 
sort of story that now the whole industry has is that line in the sand. You've got that great story. Yeah, you've got the almost the wonderful, unique position to say the starting point for modern whiskey. Absolutely, yes. They came from Lindor's Abbey. For sure, yes. So we never we never say that we invented whiskey in any means. We're just um, we're just so very fortunate to be on the site of what's the earliest written reference from that tax record. As, un- as unromantic as it is, it's that tax record that is that sort of earlier start. I love it, absolutely. I can't wait to go and see Lindor's Abbey. Just tell us very briefly, we've got 14 minutes to go. Yep. Um, how's it been the last few years? It's been going for new make is now the whiskey. That's it, absolutely fantastic. We um, we have just launched our first single malt whiskey in July there, uh, and it's been so very, very, very warmly received from both the industry and from the public as well, which has been fantastic. Uh, so it's been great being able to kind of see that transition from our new make spirit, which we were very fortunate last year to be awarded as the best new make in Scotland from the from the World Whiskey Awards. Is there some here? That's it there, oh, yeah, lovely. absolutely. So it's just very, very fruit forward, very light and very juicy. It's a long fermentation of 119 hours and uh, quite a very a unique sort of system through our twin sister spirit stills, giving you that really nice light and creamy whiskey. So just something nice and juicy and very drinkable, very easy, too easy. Yeah, yeah. So look out for it in all good uh, major retailers. And is the distillery open for business? It is, yes. We're, we're open every day of the week at the minute for tours. Um, so we're like everybody during sort of pandemic times, we were hit pretty hard with uh, those kind of things. But um, we are we're open again, uh, welcoming people from all over the world to come back and visit the distillery, and it's great to see people coming back in. And they can now come to the spiritual home of Scotch whiskey and drink whiskey. It's a great whiskey. It's a great story, and uh, yeah, we're going to have a great show. Spot on. Look forward to it. Uh, what your your pie? We got half time pie here. Absolutely. Are you vegetarian or meat? Uh, I do a wee sort of Monday to Friday uh, oh, vegan scenario, <laughs> <laughs> but it's the weekend, so yeah, I'll have a meat pie. Same here. <laughs> These are the important things at whiskey festivals. Absolutely. People need to know about this. Absolutely. <laughs> Whiskey's important, isn't it? But the meat pie is even more important. Is it uh, not? You've got to have your sustenance. That's you, do. Sure. <laughs> you do. Uh, had your, have you had your lunch? I have. I've just had a wee bite there. Do you yeah. not think sometimes, I'm going to explain who you are in a second, we've mm-hmm. got about 30 minutes to go. Uh, these whiskey festivals, it's how they treat the, the staff and how they treat the, the people with the whiskey. It's, really sets some apart from others isn't it sure i mean it's a it's a great environment here and uh, everyone obviously is very happy to be here after you know yep. so long not doing festivals this is personally my first whiskey festival since before lockdown so it's i'm just re- i'm really really excited just to be back that's right and we've had our lunch had coffees and they're going to get us pies at half time so i'm totally <laughs> i'm totally happy but who, who are you what's your stall yeah so i'm sebastian and i'm from the glasgow distillery and we're here today with our Glasgow 1770 uh, single malt whiskey. Uh, we also have our malt riot, which is our blended malt whiskey, and a few of our macker gins. Oh, they're doing very well, aren't they, the macker gins? Absolutely, yeah. Macker's uh, it's our oldest product, you know, and it's, uh, it's a firm favourite, that's for sure. Great. Listen, I'd love to speak more, but everything going okay with the Glasgow distillery? It's all... Brilliant, brilliant. Good. Super busy. Couldn't be happier. Great. And, and, and the world's opening up again now, so we'll see you at more festivals, Sebastian. Thank you very much for your time and enjoy the show. Thank you. I want to do a before and after. Uh, Robin, we'll get 10 minutes to go before it all begins. This is the organiser. You just explain what's happening, and I wanted to get you under extreme pressure. As always, Gordon, as always. Uh, Gordon, this is us now opening up at 1 o'clock. Uh, we've got roughly 100 people arriving at the moment. 
Uh, these are people that come in there early. There's various reasons why they come in an hour earlier than everybody else. The rest of the public are coming in at two o'clock and we're looking to invite them down to, to love here and uh, enjoy the whiskey that you guys are happily pouring today. So. It's, a great, it's a great idea. Yeah, it gets, it gets a nice, easy zen to the whole day. I've just been speaking to some of the guys here, some of the ones that are bringing the whiskey. We're so appreciative of the food, of the coffee, of the halftime pies. We love it. Listen, Robin, how long have you been going? Right, so th- this wood, this is our 17th festival. Obviously, if it hadn't been to restrictions last year, this would be festival number 18. But what we're loving is welcoming the public back to here after 28 months without a festival. So this is the real thing that's getting my juices flowing today because we see the people that come through this hall. There's going to be circa 400 people today, so we're down about 250. We did that on purpose because we've reduced the numbers for the obvious reasons. Uh, but these people are family and friends to us. And we're welcome. We're wanting to welcome them back into here. Welcome them back into whiskey world as such, Gordon. And finally, and I want to try and catch you at the end to see how it's all gone. Give us a before and after. How important is a uh, festival? We've done uh, Zoom, and I did Zoom for you as well. Right. Uh, this is. Uh, Absolutely, Gordon. It's very important because, as you see, we've got our own private whisky club and we have 100 people meet with us every six weeks. The festival, to me, is a crescendo of that. So we do six of them a year and we do the festival and it always started off with about 200 people and it's grown arms and wings. And I see, going into what was my 18th year, it's very good and and it represents all the whiskies. We're we're, we're grateful for all the companies that come along and represent themselves on the day. But to me, it's very important for the whisky world to have days like this. And, and, and I said that as a final one, but the final one, what's your main job in the next five, uh, six years? I'm chief cook bottle washer. I might get and wash the car if I've got nothing else to do. God, so. <laughs> I doubt that. Right, have a good show. Listen, we've got, uh, look at now, I've just been speaking to uh, Robbie there, we've got about six or seven minutes, so this might be the last interview before we I'm honoured. We start, so it's, uh, you're the finale, so you better be good. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, it is a podcast, so we can't see what it is, but I can't see you either. Yeah. What's your name and what lovely whiskies are you representing today? Yeah, so I'm Ian Fratith uh, from Angus Dundee Distillers, uh, and I, I have the, the lovely role of being Master Blender and um, Global Brand Ambassador for the company. I'm joined by Cody, who's a Brand Ambassador Cody, well. how are you doing? Uh, and yeah, we do um, Tom and Sal and Glencadam single malts, as well as Laramar rum and Old Ballantrue and heavily beard. Oh, lovely, so. lovely jubbly. That uh, looks a wonderful stall. Again, you've got a lot of whiskies here. Could you just take us through a couple of your, yeah, what we, you think might be one of the... So we kind of brought favorites. everything but the kitchen sink. But no, we've got uh, a few few new uh, drams for the show as well, which is quite nice. So literally our Tom and Tell 16-year-old Sauterne finish was released yesterday. Oh, yes. Oh, so that's, yes. a, that's a, a brand new product to show. Uh, Tom and Tell cigar malt is quite new on the scene as well. It's doing really well. Uh, we've got our Glencadam Reserva Andalusia, which is a kind of entry-level sherry finish. Glencadam is doing really well for us as well. It's quite a new product. Um, and yeah, and a bit of everything and some rum, if you fancy trying some rum too. Oh, some rum as well. And the yeah. colours in these whiskies are ex- quite extraordinary. Cheers. That is amazing. So how's the year <laughs> been for yourselves? Um, we've all had difficult last 18 months with the obvious, but how's yeah. it all been? Uh, it's actually, so in terms of um, sale and demand, things have been going really well. We've actually run out of stock. We've got your lines... Um, just I think people's shift in drinking patterns has, has kind of meant that more people are drinking whiskies at home, maybe treating themselves to something a bit more special as well. Um, so no, generally uh, it's going pretty well. Growth is, is pretty good, but it's nice to be back out in the real world and, and tasting whiskey with people as well. And it's what's, you're quite, I suppose, I, I don't know everyone here, but unique in being a master blender. A lot of us are ambassadors or you know, reps, you know, sales people and all that, but you're out here, you're, you're actually... In where is head office? Where are you, where are you blending? So, so yes, I'm based out of our, our head office in Butland plant in Glasgow, uh, Cope Bridge, um, but I'm also up at the distilleries as well. So yeah, here, there, and everywhere. Um, the the title is quite a new one. I was I was made master blender in January, um, 
but I've been a brand ambassador for Angus and Dee for six years, so it's uh, it's yeah, it's always been a, a bit of a kind of passion project that I've had a part in, and they've given me more of an official role in it recently. So, well, any so. of these, your, your um, yeah, quite creations? a few of these are whiskies ah, that I've made right, myself. Right, yeah, right, yeah. So, right. well, not myself with our team, but it's uh, yeah, there's some exciting products. So I'm looking forward to showing off what I can do, I suppose. <laughs> and finally, yeah, just a quick word about live. Quick word about being here. Oh, uh, it's it's fantastic. Great to be able to share drams, see people's faces, and and, and see what people think, and, and share opinions and taste the notes and these things on whiskey. That's whiskey's made for sharing. It's so. amazing. It's about to see all yeah. the um, different releases with all the you know fancy uh, marketing and advertising that you cannot be face to face live. Yeah. It's been like this for 100%. 100%. generations, hasn't it? Yeah, I think that's the thing. Like no one, nobody really drinks a bottle of whiskey on their own. Um, and I think that yeah, sharing sharing drams is, is what's so special and unique about this industry. It's nice to be able to do that again. We'll get five minutes. Super. So enjoy the sharing. Yeah, thanks, guys. <laughs> Here we go. Very quickly, this is the uh, Ian McLeod's Whiskey Unscripted podcast. Uh, we've interviewed quite a lot of the producers here. We spoke to Robin. We speak to him afterwards, the organizer. But I just wanted to hear what's happening out there on the floor. Sir, what's your name? And give us a give us a wee bit of an insider's guide to what's happening and what you've been drinking. Henry. Henry. And I'm really glad this place is open again after two years. And I haven't been disappointed at any of the displays I've been around. But, you know, it's been good to get back. Any highlights so far? What's your name, sir? I'm Douglas. I would say the highlight was obviously the 18-year-old Glengoyne. Yep. Uh, other than that, the Glenallachy, 15-year-olds. Nice. Uh, really glad it's here. Also, really glad that it's not as busy as it has been in previous years. It's not as warm and not as busy. Really good event, though. I have to say, with an hour to go, you guys are looking remarkably fresh. With that 67, but I'm alright. <laughs> Ch- Ch- Chats, what's your name? What, what? Robbie. Robbie, anything, any highlights tonight? Great day, we've been coming for a number of years. Uh, been counting down the weeks to take it back this time. Uh, loved it, great day. It's a tough, it's been tough, it's the, the, these Whiskey shows. Uh, how, how, how much do you enjoy them? How, how important are they? Well, I realise hard work doing this, you know. Somebody's got to do it. But I've been drinking the Tamdu 15 year old, beautiful. I've never tasted it before, I've tasted the 12 year old Tamdu, lovely. That's my highlight of this week. Nice. Aye, the whole week. And I did not say that to you. The whole week. The whole week. Oh, lovely. Should we mention the pies are fantastic? The pies are absolutely fantastic. <laughs> Listen, food is that's how we survive doing these things. And we've got a lady in our midst as well. So, what's your name and any highlights? The Heather. Heather. I'm Heather. This is this stand has been the best chat on the circuit. <laughs> it has. The stories, the wee antidotes, everything has been worth listening to. Oh, lovely. Yes. What's other highlights apart from my pattern? Well, the Jew demanded have marshmallows and a blowtorch. Lovely. Mental note, Gordon. Marshmallows and blowtorch. Great. You have enjoyed the day? I've enjoyed every minute of it, yes. And I've enjoyed listening to all the wee stories, all the wee antidotes. Lovely. Now, you had a husband. I have. He's a wee bit shy. He's, he's he's wanting a smoke head, but he doesn't like to be on camera or <laughs> digging me power. So he is hiding in the background. So he's still got a husband there. I thought yes. maybe yes. Yes. Right, okay, good. Yes. And he, he really likes your smoke head. Oh, fantastic. Well, go, let's go and get my glass. Uh, I will go get back. Yes. Right. My goodness, what time is it now? It's 20 past six. I'm here with the organiser. Uh, of whiskey and all that, it's it's Robin. Robin, how are you doing? Do you know, feeling fantastic, Gordon. It's been a great day, and it's just wonderful to welcome everybody back into this social activity that we've all missed for 28 months since our last festival. I so. think that's exactly it, Robin. At the stall today, 
that's what people were saying, how great it is to get back. Zoom is good, Zoom yes. is fine, yes. but how good it was to get back. So there must have been a lot of planning went into this. Well, six months normally and six weeks we did it in. So, I mean, a, a big thank you to like, South Ayrshire Council who allowed us to use this wonderful year town hall, to the licensing board in South Ayrshire, to be, basically my own staff, to all of you guys from the companies and mostly to the public for supporting us again. Just a little bit of word, we've got a lot of international visitors, uh, listeners yes. on the podcast. So just quickly explain about your business. Right next, this night downstairs next door. Indeed, it is, Gordon. So we've been, you know, we've been a business since 1984, and I know I don't look as if I've been here since 1984. Sometimes I feel as if I have. But uh, so we've got a great heritage. We're a family business. My wife Anna runs a business uh, with myself. Uh, my daughter's part of it, even though she's a student. My son used to be part of it, and uh, and we go from strength to strength because basically what we want to do is we want to satisfy the public for everything they want and every whiskey need because at the end of the day we've got a passion that I hope comes through and we've been passionate for years Gordon so you've got a whiskey shop here and I did a, a master class here in the town hall you're right you next to the town hall fantastic facility so you've got a big club indeed, indeed Gordon so you, you actually did the last physical tasting that the, the Robbie's Drums Whiskey Club ever had which was February 2020 <laughs> uh, and, I and, 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 and so, so, so Gordon was to blame after that type of thing so it went down so uh, yes but that, that's all we have had Zoom meetings and such like but the physical meetings are about to start anytime soon so. but just wonderful to be back Gordon it's actually as you say on behalf of uh, Ian McLeod as well as, and I know I'm speaking for all the, the, the producers here that were giving out the whiskey that wonderful day, I think it went down fantastically well with the public, really, and I think we had to lower the numbers you were saying because of the restrictions, but there were some great chats that I had, very well, knowledgeable people you've got here. I, I absolutely Gordon, it's made me maybe analyse things that, that maybe in the future we might change the format of the festival, uh, we always traditionally do the first Saturday in June, which is Saturday 4th of June next year, but I may change the dynamics slightly because the numbers today were good, the people that attended, well, the behaviour was fabulous, oh, they seemed to be real yeah. whisky enthusiasts, and uh, it makes us proud actually to, to be in the whisky industry again, and quite humble actually Gordon, and all honestly quite humble yeah. to see that people were so happy to be out and mixing rubbish shoulders with us again so just delighted about delighted. I, I, I can't see it. I couldn't talk that Robin absolutely wonderful uh, in regards to your staff and I know your family so thank you very much and enjoy the evening no thank you Gordon for attending as always thank you McLeod and just a postscript to this interview uh, nice pies <laughs> this is absolutely. a wee bit actually this is not going to be appear in the podcast but lo- lo- local pies <laughs> brilliant great to hear from everybody just great to hear all the brands here from all the people in the brands here that everybody's in one room having a great time and uh, you know really really good to hear from scott and ian and those types of guys so yeah fabulous and well done and well done and capturing them for some bit of content on uh, this fabulous podcast so yeah well done you know that's a well-established show that one in here with uh, robbie's drams and uh, you know they they do it well so full marks and uh, yeah no i'm, I'm gonna be just been speaking with Geert. We're going to be back over in Germany for one of the biggest shows here, Inter Whiskey, which is at the end of November, pretty much. And I'm also going to be in Holland for the big show in Holland in November. You teased, you teased at the beginning of the show last night. Could you talk, just talk a little bit through a how why they let you back into Germany? Oh, that's that's yep. a joke. But uh, it's B. Just what happens? What's what's what what went on last night? And what's the sort of uh, format? Well, really, last night we were just doing a bit of a... We've moved our distributor for Tamdu. So we've got a new... Not a new distributor. We're now aligned with the same distributor as Glengoyne. Uh, so it's Borco. And we were just doing a launch event to the local great and the good, I guess, for, you know, the sort of phrase for some of the whiskey people, the whiskey folk of Hamburg. 
Oh. So we did a lovely event with uh, oysters and uh, steak tartare and Tamdu 12 and Tamdu 15. And it was a tough, it was a tough one, Gordon, as you can imagine. <laughs> so we did that last night, which went really, really well. Um, and now, why are we driving on a motorway with a 50-year-old Glengoyne in our, yes, in, why? Our, in, our, in our back seat? Where we're going to go and see, we're going to go and open this bottle with a, with a winner. When we, when we launched the 50-year-old, we said to our fans, our friends and everybody, why don't you tell us why you would want to share a 50-year-old whiskey with your friends? And uh, uh, I'm going to go and open it with these gentlemen who won that prize um, in just south of Hanover this evening. So we're going to be doing that this evening. So we're, we're going to be pouring 50-year-old whiskey. So it's, it's getting tougher as the week goes on, Gordon. My goodness. And if we had to buy one, since we're not, we're not competition winners, if we had to buy one, are they available and how much would it set... Uh, they are av- they are available. They're available in the in the uh, they're av- I think they're available in the outside of the distillery visitor centre, but they they are available. Um, and it's a mere twenty two and a half thousand pounds. What a prize that is! So, but that's part of the, the, the story of, of what we do as well is connecting with people, whether it's through competitions or through these events. Last night, you want to get people and with air as well that we've heard is connecting with people. Oh, absolutely. And as I was saying to somebody last night, he said, uh, you know, he was talking about whiskey. And he says, I live in a world now that the, the job that I do daytime is is now on Zoom. I can do it from anywhere. I could live in deepest, darkest, the outer Hebrides of Scotland or whatever, because I live on a computer as long as I've got a, you know, I've got a decent internet connection. And I was explaining to him that that's not going to be whiskey. It's not, it never will be because, you know, what we've just spoken about and what the guys are speaking about and what, we were, you know, what we're doing tonight is is stuff you you can't do on Zoom. You have to be there in person. This is a you're sharing an experience. You're sharing a, a moment. You know, and these are the kind of things that are just priceless uh, for for whiskey fans. And and that's why we we will continue to do these types of events. Gordon, finally, before we go, we cannot. This is the the week before. The big climate conference in Glasgow. I'm sitting uh-huh. in Glasgow. Half the city has closed down. It's COP26. Does this concern whiskey as much as others? Well, we are we are a small fish in a big pond of problems, if you like it. You know, I think it, we, we Glengoyne has released a report towards the end of last week just highlighting some of the major issues that could affect the Scotch whiskey industry in the next 30 to 50 years. You know, ranging from drought, which I know sounds a bit silly in Scotland, but I mean, you know, you hear more and more of distilleries running out of water. So, you know, it is, and we've had a pretty dry summer, if you think about it. Gordon, you and I were at Glengoyne in the in July and August. There was barely a trickle of water coming down the yeah. waterfall, wasn't there? That's absolutely right. And uh, I think Robbie's mentioned in the last 10 years, there's been more days like that than, than ever it has been yeah. in the past. So, yeah, I mean, these are, things we need to be hugely aware of and uh, so we released a really big report that we did with UCL University College London really just highlighting you know some of the sustainability initiatives that we've done of course but also we're on a small journey we're a small fish here but we need as an industry but we've got a lot more that we need to do in the coming uh, the coming months and years because you know it's it's clearly a big issue and, and I hope that these guys at COP26 guys and ladies actually come up with some solid 
plans because it's more and more concerning. And, you know, whether that's your car, your bottle of whiskey, your heating for your house, whatever it may be, we need to uh, really start to do something. And can I just say, uh, you're absolutely correct, Gordon, and can I just say that you're better being on a, inside a car, a Mercedes-Benz on an autobahn in Germany than you are anywhere near the city centre of Glasgow. And that's oh. from personal experience from my wife and some of the friends. <laughs> it's pretty bad out there with yeah, the road closures. <laughs> Gordon, before we go, a last update. Where are you? What's happening? Progress, please. Just um, on our way to Hildesheim. Um, so we're only about five miles away, four kilometres away from Hildesheim. So, uh, and we're going to be uh, catching up with our sort of team that's going to be filming this. We're going to have a run through of what we're going to do. And then Geert and I are going to drink 50-year-old whiskey all afternoon, aren't we, Geert? Yeah. Uh, no, we're not. See this? We're not. Where, where, where will it be on? I think you'll see coverage of this. I'm not sure when it will be out. I don't think it will be out immediately just because of timing. But I think you will see the coverage of this happening in the... Uh, in the coming weeks and months, I think, on Glenn Goyne's Facebook page, oh. YouTube channel, etc., etc., etc. Gordon, I'll let you and Geertz uh, head into Hilde. Quick, quick question, yes. Gordon. What, yes. which whiskey, what whiskey are you drinking, obviously, oh. today? <laughs> I've got a little Kalila to my left-hand side here, a little Ooh, Kalila. Nice. Uh-huh. Which is quite nice. Um, you're yep. not driving, so... I, 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 I don't have a dram. I'm being honest. I don't have a dram in my hand. I think that would be a little excessive. I think I could <laughs> tell you what I drank last night. So I had Tamdu 12, Tamdu 15, Tamdu Bat Strength 6, and we finished with a Tamdu Club single cast, which was just a great lineup with fabulous food. So that my last dram, which was a Tamdu Club single cast, can be my current dram for the... Uh, trip that we're on at the moment. But uh, I just wanted to check how, and how's the sauna? Is it all well? Sauna's going very well, Gordon. I should have just said that a lovely trip down to Salisbury and to Swindon in Bristol as well. Some great whiskey tasting down in the specialist whiskey shops uh, down south. And uh, we had some great drams and great fun down there. And just as you were saying, across in Germany, across in all these places, one thing that connects people is just a great love of a a drama whiskey and long may that continue so absolutely so well i will sign off from the uh autobahn we're not we're, we're actually off the autobahn now we're down to a mere 97 kilometers an hour um <laughs> so gear has driven like an absolute trojan so well done sir and we're nearly where we need to be so i need to to finish up but thank you very much Oh, brilliant. That is the first real out and about episode we've had in whiskey unscripted and please get in touch through our Facebook or Instagram portals, if that's how you explain uh, social media. Gordon Dundas, Geert Thank you very much. Cheers. Thank you very much. Goodbye. Bye-bye. <laughs> On the whiskey trail Posting ahead On the whiskey trail